You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, my very special guest today, you know her. She's an author. The Hair Radio Morning Show is honored to welcome back Gloria Lee. Good morning, Gloria. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing just great. Well, listen, I want to catch the audience out there up a bit. Uh, we chatted. You've made your your grand entrance on the Hair Radio Morning Show a while back. Uh, talking, to, uh, You were really helping us to launch the Year of the Woman as we launched into 2019. So uh, what can you bring us up to date? I mean, you've written these amazing books about women of courage. What can you tell us about your books? And uh, tell us what you've been up to lately. Well, I um, two things. After I had my interview with you, then I started working on developing a uh, radio show that is aired on, I think it's Friday and Sunday. And the subject is self-esteem. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned to you or not the last time we spoke. I spent several years researching the murders of about 20,000 American women. And I looked at causes. And one thing that I noted was that the self-esteem of the murderer. So I began to research self-esteem. And I found out that it is linked to why women are being murdered. Now, I know that self-interest is one of the factors involved in why women are murdered. And, Gloria, what I've got to do, I've got to jump on in and let the folks out there, uh, if you're just tuning in and you're joining us for the very first time, you've never listened to the Hair Radio Morning Show, I need to give you a little bit of a disclaimer this morning. We have a very special guest on, and her name is Gloria Lee. And if you've listened to Gloria's initial interview right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show, you know that Gloria goes in. So we want to just, um, you know, if you've got little kids, you may want to, you know, take them out of the room about now. Uh, this is a very adult conversation that we're having today on the broadcast. And so, uh, Gloria, I'm going to let you continue. Uh, go right ahead. Now, I do want you to back up some of these claims. Uh, because if you listen to Gloria, you know she goes in and she raises a lot of inflammatory uh, conversations and thoughts about how women have been treated uh, in these past uh, centuries. So I want you to really go in uh, and tell us what's on your mind this morning. Well, when you look at the violence in our schools, and people do not want to acknowledge that we have violence in our schools, but we do. There was just a young lady, <clears throat> she, I think she's 10, she was uh, killed during a fight. She's a fifth grader. And this violence that people experience while in school affects their self-esteem. Now, there was also a young man. He was threatened after school 
of some a bully who was going to beat him up. He begged the um, bus driver to take him home, not to drop him off where the bully was located. Well, the bus driver refused to do this. Instead of understanding the terror that this child was experiencing, she did nothing. She didn't call the police. She did absolutely nothing. And this child was brutalized after he got off the bus. What I'm saying is the fact that we do not deal with these bullies at school causes our children to have low self-esteem and it is causing our children to commit suicide. I don't have to prove it. All you have to do is pick up a newspaper. Okay. Well, I've heard, Gloria, I've heard about the bullying in recent years. But uh, I remember being a child in school, and I didn't think bullying was all that bad. I thought it was just the normal rites of passage of children. I thought that that's what you do. You go through being bullied. Either you're the, you're the like the saying says, either you are the windshield or you are the fly. You're one or the other. So I, I don't know. Does it... Is it more so about the support system that exists? Because I also, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Uh, is it possible that if you have the right support system at home, if you have the right support system, it just may be possible for you to compartmentalize, uh, you know, being bullied, so to speak. But then again, when we were kids, Gloria, times have changed. Social media has changed the ball game. It might be one thing well, for kids to bully you in the school yard. It's a whole nother thing to be online and to say something nasty about you that goes to a thousand people. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yes, social media has changed the ball game, but the point still remains. It is our responsibility as adults to deal with this problem, and we are not doing it. Well, does it start at home? That's said. my question to you, Gloria. Does it start at home? Two things. With the bully, yes. Okay? It, definitely with the bully. But when you have, that's because you have parents that tolerate and advocate violence. Okay, and a lot there's a lot of parents that don't want to admit that they advocate violence. They just say, "Well, I'm teaching my son to take care of himself." Mm. Well, that's true, but when you visit the school and you have a teacher telling you that your child is a bully, no, then it's time for you as a parent to do something about your child. Now, one thing that I advocate, and I know people are going to um, scream and holler. Yes, Remove send your letters to Gloria Lee, not Carrie Hines. <laughs> send your letters to Gloria Lee. <laughs> Go ahead, Gloria. I just, I feel these bullies need to be removed from school, period. See, here's, here's the thing about, about people. They will do nothing until you challenge their checkbook. 
Okay? So, if the school board says, look, since you can't control your child and make him stop abusing other children, then you have to find some other place for your child to be educated, which means now you're going to have to come out of your pocket and pay for his education. Well, you get parents the, the change then because it's affecting their pocketbook. So in other words, you, we're no longer going to babysit your child so that he can continue to terrorize children. You're going to find another spot for him. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to find another, a private school who is willing to take this child based on his background, and very few private schools are going to do that. Wow. So I well, feel that if you challenge the parent, then these parents are going to have to control their children. Come to school and see your child misbehaving. You don't have to have a teacher tell you how awful your child is. Come to the classroom. Stand outside and take a peek of your child while he's in the classroom. Come to school and take a peek at your child while he's having lunch. See, that's the, that's the key. I'm sorry. These parents do not want to take responsibility for their hateful children because this is hate. See, listen to me. I'm very serious about this. This is hate. These children are growing up and they're angry. They're angry because they don't have the same privileges as other children. They're angry because their mother is not working or their father is not working, so they can't get a Nintendo or whatever else. So they're angry with other children that, ha- that their parents are providing better for. Now, I'm sorry you can be mad as hell as you want to, but that's the truth. These children well, Gloria, are angry. What, what can we do about it? What can be done? These parents have got to take responsibility for their behavior. Take responsibility of how you're teaching your child to problem solve. Your child has an anger issue, take him to see a psychiatrist. Well, that's a whole that's a whole topic because see nowadays, Gloria, it is really not the same as it was before. You know, where the whole area, the village, remember that it takes a village to raise a child? in which you could yes. kind of yell at somebody else's kid doing something wrong and the parents would say thank you. Well, now if you yell yes. at somebody's child, they're going to knock you upside your head. So that has been kind of... You, you just admitted what I just said, that the parents are... You just said it, that they, if you correct their child, they'll come up and knock you upside the head. Exactly. You just, you just, you just agree with what I just said. But that's because the times have changed. It doesn't matter. We have got to make these parents responsible for their children. Simple as that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I'm I'm in with you. I'm in. Listen, if you've just tuned in, you are listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. And I am always excited to have some uh, uh, lively, and uh, lively is an understatement today. We've got the irrepressible author, Miss Gloria Lee, who is with us. Now, Gloria, 
Gloria has written books on women of courage. That's what you're known for out there, Gloria. What kind of courage should women have? Answer that, Gloria. Here's the, what kind of courage here's the bottom, should women Here's the bottom need? line. And this, this is very, very serious for women because we are initially the ones who train our children. Now, I know this is going to hurt. You have to understand something. Yes, it's going to hurt. But the most important thing for a woman to do is to be honest with herself. Did you hear me? And stop being envious of someone else. Listen to me really good, okay? You have a size 10 foot. You have other women walked around, and they have a size 6 or seven foot, you wish that your foot was smaller. Well, you can't cut your toes off. Accept your foot just as it is and move on. You don't have time to be envying another person's body parts. If her breast is larger than yours, then move on. Life is too short for that hatefulness and meanness. See, here's the thing, Carrie. When you're honest about yourself and you evaluate yourself, you look at what is positive about you. There are women out here that have lots of strength, but they're too busy listening to society grading you based on your butt size or your breast size. You are too important to get caught up in this foolishness of whose breast is bigger than someone else's. That's well, Gloria, what, what can your book, what does your book, Women of Courage, Part 1 and 2, what do they tell us uh, to tell women? This is, the, this is the key. I show women, I don't tell them, I show women of all sizes and shapes what other women have done to win. See, in other words, women have to see what other women have done in their lives to improve their lives, in their lives to win. So I showed them women who are successful, who have turned around and took a bad situation and turned it into a good situation. I show women how to love themselves. <coughs> Wow, that's the the most important thing to me yes. that I'm trying to get women to see is you do not have time to allow society to continuously beat you up because you're not reaching a certain mark of ideal woman, and you have to stand up to this assault against your ego. That's really what this is. And then go ahead and live your life. Now, I, I, can, I, can, I can talk to you about some unattractive black women, all right, who have succeeded. But I want women to go into the book and look at these women. They didn't have large breasts. They didn't have a nice butt. They didn't have long hair. They had big feet. They had big noses. But the one key. They believed in themselves, and they fought back. 
and they Gloria, won. they can find this information in your book, Women of Courage, uh, Part 1 and Part 2. Now, you have like a workbook with the books. Can you tell us why yeah. was it necessary to do a workbook? You know what? I really love you as an interviewer. Aww. You are really great as an interviewer. Thank you so much because I forgot to mention the workbook. The Very workbook good. is extremely important. Really, I really appreciate you for that. Sometimes I get just so excited in trying to get people to see. <laughs> yes, and we appreciate and I that. Forget. Well, the, what the workbook does is it gives you a tool, meaning the woman. And, and also, I want you to understand something, too. This book is not just for women. It's called Women of Courage. But men can use this book also. See, Norman Vincent Peale wrote, uh, wrote a book years ago, and took it, people took it as being religious. But anyone can use this information. But what the workbook does, it asks you certain questions and advises you to do certain things so you'll get to know yourself. You can stop being angry with yourself for not having what the world says you should have, in other words. It's very important for you to get up in the morning and say, you know, I, I kind of like me. You know, this me is a nice person. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with me. I make a good friend. I make a good buddy. I make a good son. I'm a good daughter. So that's what that workbook does is to get you to describe yourself. You need to be, see, here's the thing. A lot of people get up in the morning and they think about going to work. They think about what the boss is going to do, but they never really sit down and think about themselves. And because of that, they end up living lives that they would not have lived if they had spent time thinking seriously about themselves and what they actually wanted out of life. Well, Gloria, since you have written these amazing books on women of courage, (laughs) I think you would be the best person to talk to about this current uh, climate where women are pretty much coming out of the shadows, so to speak. Maybe they've already been out of the shadows, but it has never taken center stage as it seems to have taken in these days, where women are saying, you know, the you know accusing uh, men of inappropriate behavior uh, from years past. And there's a whole bunch of that going around. We're not going to name specific cases and things like that. But um, how do you feel when you see this on the news and, and someone is just, you know, coming out about a situation that happened 30 years ago? Um, what do you say? First of all, if we're talking about a child discussing how they were abused as a child, that's one thing. Well, the women, the grown women, uh, because these no, are situations that's, where that's the grown what, women were that's supposedly abused. Yeah, reportedly. I take, I take exception to that. And the reason why I take exception to that is that As the title of my book says, Women of Courage, you mean to tell me that you could not stand up for yourself 
and it took you 10 or 15 years? No, ma'am. No, I do not. I'm sorry. Somebody can throw rocks or dirt and whatever else at me. But no, somebody raised me. I'm telling it. Do you understand me? You will not be able to make me keep my mouth shut. You put your hands on me, and I'm going to tell it. Well, what then, about out of the, you know, like some I've heard on the news where they claimed they were scared to come forward because there was a powerful did, man. Did you, what would you did say you to hear that? What I did you hear what I just said? Sure. I don't care about your power. I, I, see, that's an illusion. My father taught me that no man puts his hands on me. Right, but what about your career? You don't care about your career? See, I think Did you hear what of... I just said? Oh, You're not listening. Oh, My yeah, point of it is you will not put your hands on me. Career or no career. I spent two years living in my car because I was going to do what I wanted to do for myself. I was not going to prostitute, okay? I had no money, but I was a good-looking woman, and all I had to do was wink and blink, and I could have got a man to take care of me. But I was not going to prostitute, so I lived in my car. You either stand up for what you believe, or you die on your knees. I'm sorry. That's the that's it. Okay. Now, that's now point. do you what do you say to those women who choose not to come forward until much later? Though, do you feel you know? Do you have any words of that you would share with them? The ones who decided no, because to the words I would, no, because what I would say, I'd be very angry with them. So I'm sorry, I cannot give them solace. I, I'm sorry, I cannot because listen to me, listen to me, real good. The act of rape is one of the worst crimes in history. And if you don't open up your mouth to protect another woman and then you wait to the safety of someone else, no. Listen listen to me, and I I know because you're probably tired of me, but there's a young lady in Texas. She came stumbling into a church screaming that these three black men had raped her. She almost got somebody killed with her foolishness. Come to find out nobody had tried to rape her. Nobody held her hostage. Nobody did anything to her. She wanted attention. So that's the danger, do you understand me, of reporting stuff. If someone rapes you, then we need evidence of it. And that's the way you get forensic evidence is by reporting it then. Not years later. Then what do you have? It's just a he say, she say situation, which is actually no good. Anyway, the young lady in Texas, a police officer, now I have to give him credit for this. The police officer said no. He said something does not sound right here. So he went and investigated, and to his credit, he said, no, miss, nobody held you hostage, and nobody raped you. And they wow. took her to court. So well, there are those cases, there, there are those cases that uh, seems to 
work on the other side where uh, it doesn't seem like they're really truthful. Now, I do want to say this, Gloria, uh, and let me just bring everybody up to speed. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. It's a very special broadcast and a very special interview today with author and uh, outspoken uh, Miss Gloria Lee. If you've been listening, you know that already. Gloria Lee, you also, you've written a few, just to turn uh, the corner a little bit, you've written a couple of books that we say out here are kind of religious and based. What uh, can you tell us? I love the title, You Are the Prophet of Your Life. Oh, my goodness. What does that mean? That's my my heart, that book there. Excuse me. The purpose of the book is to tell people you determine the course of your life, not someone else. Your grandmother does not have the right to tell you you're going to be like your father just because your father ended up in prison. You do not accept your grandmother's definition of your life. You determine who you want to be, not her. This is a meanness that I was telling you about that's in people. And there's a lot of women that do this to their grandchildren or their sons. We had a lady uh, last year, listen to me real good what she said. Every day she got up telling her son, you're going to be just like your father. You're going to be in prison. Well, you forecasted. So now he's in prison. You know why? Because you did not build his self-esteem. You tore it down. Because you're so full of hate that that child's father left you. I'm sorry. See, I told you, I'm not the one for for the radio. Well, actually, Gloria, you quite are. Because these are the words and the conversations that we need to have. And so I, I really have to say thank you. Because, and I think a lot of the women out there and men can can relate. I'm listening to you, and of course we think back at our own stories, and that's what you're triggering. And one of my favorite favorite lines that um, I'm going to read to you. It says, "I am very passionate about my work. I truly believe my experiences in life." And my ability to write can help other people live better lives. Do you know who wrote that, Gloria Lee? No. It was you. That was a low That was your comment to me. Back... A long time ago, when we chatted about Gloria coming to the radio morning show. And that has stayed with me all of this time. And I truly believe that as well. So on behalf of all of the women all over the world, and all of the men who tune in to the Hair Radio Morning Show, I want to say thank you. Continue to do the work because it's in doing the work that you're changing the world. Thank you for being with us on the Hair Radio Morning Show, Gloria. 
Any closing words today? All I say is that my work comes from love. And even if I cause you pain, my work comes from love. On that note, I want to thank author Gloria Lee. You can pick up her Courage, Women of Courage books. Gloria, where do they get your books? I have a website. It's uh, touchedbythelight.us, and it's T-O-U-C-H-E-D, touchedbythelight.us, and my books are available there. And you can and always one, connect, sure, and you can always connect with Gloria Lee on the Hair Radio Social Network site at hairradiosocialnetwork.com. That's H-A-I-R-A-D-I-O, socialnetwork.com, and search Gloria Lee in the right corner, and you'll be able to put, put in touch with Miss Gloria. Gloria, thanks so much for being with us. I I really appreciate your uh, inviting me uh, to speak on your show. It gives me a chance to to talk to people personally, and I appreciate your invitations always. It's my pleasure. Well, listen, folks, we've got a whole lot, a whole lot more of the Air Radio Morning Show to go. Stay with us. <laughs> 